Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Brood, and joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. Um, Colin, it happened again. Yeah. It happened again. I don't... That was... What a, what a roller coaster of emotions. Um, I almost rather they just lost by 30. Um, no, don't say that. Don't I know, say that, I know. Colin, that's just because that's just, that's that. just, hey, that's just instant reaction to me. Okay, that's just instant reaction to me because I was... I was I, I thought 47 seconds this this is locked in there's no shot that this happens then I thought Macklin scored with my haziness of wanting them to uh to win um listen 45 42 if you were to tell me that that's what that's what the score was before uh the game all right would have been fine with it would have been like great they put up a good they put up a good fight but just the way it happened the comeback Chandler Rogers throws that pass at 47 seconds. You go, there's no way that Seth Hennigan and Memphis can win this game with how the defense played the last few drives. And then boom, some guy named Tank Luckett. Yep. Just lets the dude catch a ball instead of doing pass interference, but that's okay. Listen, they haven't been here before. So again, I'll give a pass. Yeah. Tariq Luckett. Tariq. That's what it was. I mean, no, they called him Tank on the broadcast. I assume that's his nickname. Mm. Um, Transfer. I'm assuming he's a preferred walk-on. Someone please correct me if I'm wrong, but he was not in the transfer portal class that you know all of the outlets reported. So maybe he was just under the radar. But regardless, yeah. Uh, but this game is not about him. This game is not about him. Um, that play in particular, which we'll talk about more, was much more on the defensive coordinator calling that aggressive of a coverage when you were up um, four and just couldn't allow a touchdown and somehow you leave man-to-man with no safeties and that's just an impossible impossible task and I hated that call but um I mean if we start back you know first half quick recap first half 31 to 10 Memphis goes up it was awful Uh, Mm -hmm. Memphis just ran the ball for a billion yards 8.8 yards per carry in the first half 10.2 yards per play total in total um, the defense had no answers. It was abysmal, really abysmal showing. The, the The offense actually moved the ball fairly well, but um, I think it had 222 yards in the first half, but only 10 points. Second half starts, the defense, I contend the defense, you know, got a little lucky in the second half. Memphis had three drops that basically saved North Texas and gave North Texas a shot. And the offense you know, for the most part, um, was excellent. I think Chandler Rogers did what he's done the entire year. I mean, if there's a, again, like I said, if there's a better quarterback in the American, I've yet to see him. Um, and that's just phenomenal. Chandler Rogers, 32 of 49, 411 passing yards, five touchdowns. And, um, that's with so much on his plate just an incredible job bringing this team back. The receivers had a great game. Like we mentioned, um, uh, Damon Ward, Jamari Macklin, Rod Burns, those three combined for 19 catches for about 260 yards and um, five, all five touchdowns. So um, good game from the past. And then the, the run game got going in the second half too, where they were just ripping off big runs with the day in Attaway. So all in all, like, we look at the big picture and you opened up saying, I wish I would have to beat by 30. And I know you were joking, but it's like, I I was thinking about this on the way setting up this podcast. It's like, 
how for how many years have we been asking for them just to be close in these games, just to be competitive? Yeah, in these games, that was the whole thing with the trail was to come not, back from any deficit in yeah, any game. <laughs> come back, make adjustments, do anything better. Through this stretch of two games, um, yeah, I think you know Louisiana Tech win was also up there in terms, even though that was a different circumstance. I think that was a good win as well. Um, I think these games show us what the coaching looks like that this program needs moving forward and that this is year one and they're already putting up a fight with these teams that like we said under Seth Luttrell they probably are not putting up fights with they're going down 21 and they're losing by 14 or they're losing by 28 or they're losing by 30 well now they're actually putting themselves in a position to potentially win the game yeah and um you know, the loss hurts, but I thought that was a really impressive performance overall. Yeah, uh, I mean, I would have liked the offense to get off to a more consistent start. I feel like, obviously, the defense allowing two 60-yard runs back-to-back yeah. uh, for touchdowns isn't ideal. But uh, you score the seven and you don't score for – I don't. did they score in the second half? Or second, second quarter? The, uh, second they quarter. They scored three. They scored three. So, um I guess I would have liked that more, but you're also not expecting to give up 31 points in the first half whenever you play a team. So yeah. um, I completely agree with you. Chandler Rogers is a different animal. I mean, especially for this team able to bounce back after that fumble late in the fourth. Yep. Like I was like, oh, this is over. Like I was, I was, um, I was at the doctor with Norma and I was driving home and I heard it. And I was like, dang, it's over. No way they come back. Then they go up somehow. And it shows just the resolve of this team. Um, not only from the coaching staff, but the players as well being completely bought in because we've seen, Again, time and time again, Seth Luttrell teams, not that they weren't bought in because I feel like he was able to keep, kind of keep the, the group yeah. together, but it was like there was never anything extra. Like like Chandler Rogers, for example, when you think he's going to get sacked and he ends up just pushing through the line and willing his way to four extra yards or Oscar Attaway after getting tackled behind the line. Um, I think, it was, no, 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 he uh, dropped a pass. He caught it with mm-hmm. the ground and then just ran for like 12 yards. Like, it's just like, there's bounce back with this team with, in small plays and in the big picture. And I think that's the biggest thing with this team. I mean, I mean, shoot, Roderick Burns, three touchdowns. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, it's just insane, dude. Yeah, the offense is, the, the offense is under Seth the trail, obviously with Mason Fine and them were elite. Um, but this offense, when you consider the fact that you know, it was thrown together. Chandler Rogers didn't even start the first game of the season, first two games of the season. Yeah. Uh, Eva Room loses Jair Shorter right before the year, basically, you know, over the summer. And you go into it saying, all right, we just kind of have to piece this together. And they're still putting up 40 points a game, basically, in the American. And every single game there, I mean, Navy was what, 24, Tulane was 28. This game was 42. Um, go back to La Tech, um, whatever. This offense to me is shown tangible growth. And this yeah. offense, I think, is a product of Eric Morris. And that is Absolutely. incredibly, incredibly encouraging because you're gonna you're gonna have chances in games yeah. like this when you have an offense like this. Uh to go back to your point of the, the start of the game. Uh, I don't know, I don't know what to make of it. The defense still is not up to par don't that's that's being nice this defense is really really bad to start games like no 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 start start games games, they're they're awful 
Yeah. <laughs> I think in, in total and big picture wise, they're they're not up to par. I mean, like I said, if Memphis completes that p- t- pass in the end zone for a touchdown, or if they complete that fourth down pass that went through the guy's hands, I mean, you know, we might not be even talking about this right. as a close game or at least a, a three point game. But you know, you put yourself in position, you you get some stops, and that's kind of um, the game you play. I don't know what to. I don't know what the answer is for this defense because I think they show flashes. I just don't think they have the personnel. Personally, I, like I yeah. said, the play call, the call on the on the touchdown, Memphis had to win the game. I thought was awful, and there's no reason to be that aggressive. There's no reason not to have guys safety standing on the end zone line to not right. get that up. Um, you at least want to make them bleed more clock with under 20 seconds left. Try to get it down to one play. Yeah. Um. So that that's really my problem. I think they've made some progress overall, but they're not consistent because they're not good enough. They're not talented enough. They're playing a lot of young guys. They're playing guys who were not even in the depth chart going into the year. But I don't know. What what do you think? I mean, it's just to me, it's just insane how bad this team is in the run defense. I mean, like one. I mean, get rid of the sixty yard runs. It's just like eight eight yards, six yards, seven yards. I mean, how many yards rushing do they average? Fifteen yards a rush. Oh, sorry, that's receiving. My fault. My fault. Oh, hold my on, fault. hold on. Well, my the fault. running back, the starting running back, averaged nine average, nine. Yeah, he averaged basically ten yards a carry. Um, if you get rid of Seth Hennigan, it's probably seven and a half or something like that. Here, right sack it's, adjusted, it's um seven. Seven. Yeah, seven yards a carry is just not. That's just not going to win you a game. It's just not um and and then when you have to focus so much on the run that's when the secondary gets exposed and we kind of saw that in the uh i believe the start of the fourth quarter or was it the second quarter where then seth hennigan started throwing the ball the ball like three times and it was for like 20 yard gains 15 yard gains every time yeah i mean there's there's nothing this defense does really well i did like uh javen anderson though the safety he i thought he was everywhere he made some big plays he made some big plays um Linebackers, I didn't really particularly think were all that impressive. I mean, it's it's just the same old, right? Like we can keep talking about it, but it's just it is what it is. Three three five or four man front, whatever you want to do, it's 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 nothing much is going to change here. Yeah, um, I I don't know through two games now, Colin, or through two games, but now through four games of conference play, we have Navy Temple. Memphis uh, and Tulane. Mm-hmm. They're one and three. What do we What do we think? What do you think of this team right now? I think it's a lead offensively, and it sucks defensively. I mean, okay, but but as it, I mean, if you like expectation wise, like, am I happy with what's happened? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Yes, because it's what I expected. The three losses have come by three, seven, and three. Yeah, I mean. I thought these losses would have been by worse. And if you give them the FIU win, which, you know, <laughs> you'd hope that they win that game. They have four wins, and then this is on par with what I, what I think they were going to win anyways, right? Like, you win Tulsa, hopefully, and then uh, you beat UAB. And those UAB. are the two that I had left. I had them losing this whole stretch of death. <clears throat> now, if you told me that they lost these games by nearly nothing <clears throat> and during the stretch of death, I'd be really happy. I think it's just frustrating that 
you're so close. Like now, now it's not a situation of like, oh, we can't do it. Now it's like, oh, we see it. It's possible. We saw it with Tulane. They tied the game up, lost when they yeah. when they couldn't score. We see it with this game. All you have to do is hold them for 47 seconds and they don't score. Now it's a frustration, <clears throat> not because you don't think they can do it, but because they're right there to grab it. Yes. But this is what I said going into the year is Eric Morris was not was not hired <clears throat> was not hired to win games in 2023. Right. And I still believe that. I still think that's the case. And obviously, you know, they're three they're three and four, but um I think the way that they've played in recent weeks has to give you optimism here that even if he wasn't hired to win game in 2023, yeah. There will be expectations now going into 2024 that are tangible of competing with, I mean, with SMU gone, compete with everybody else in the conference. I think there's expectations for next game. There is, but I I maintain that the results are not what I'm worried about here. And that's what I say going into the year. It hurts that you lose these games because a win in a game like that on homecoming at home would have been fairly significant. But you lose it. That's that's how it goes in your one. Sometimes you're going to lose games you're supposed to win. Maybe you'll win a game you're supposed to lose. But I think big picture-wise, this is a massive step forward for this program yeah. uh, to be competitive against T- Tulane, to be competitive against Memphis, two teams that, like I said, going in are probably top 50 teams in the country. I mean, Tulane definitely is. And then Memphis is um, in that realm as well. So... You're putting yourself in those conversations to where going into next year, you might you might end this season five and seven, but we've seen enough progress. And if you let's say keep it somewhat competitive with SMU and then you beat, or I mean, if you keep it competitive with UTSA and SMU and then you beat Tulsa and UAB, I mean, we're talking about what the only bad loss of the season was FIU. I mean, Cal yeah. FIU and Cal, which I don't even count the Cal game. I but, don't count the Cal game. But yes, but... those like the first two games where you didn't start Chandler Rogers were the two bad losses. Everything else this year has shown significant progress, significant steps forward. And I think a very, very bright future, especially on the offensive side of the ball. So um, I, you know, be frustrated at the loss, all that stuff. But um, also did I say three and four? I meant three and five on the season. Um, Be mad at the loss. Yes. Be mad at Capone. Sure. But this was a, another step forward because going into the game, sorry to ramble, but going into the game, it was, I was concerned with how are they going to emotionally get back up after losing that two lane game. Yeah. And now you lose this game in this fashion. That's another gut punch. How many times is this team going to get up off the mat? Now you have UTSA next week at home. I mean, this is, it's, it's going to be very interesting to watch this team through the rest of the year because these two games have raised expectations significantly. I mean, I completely agree. And and going to UTSA, I think that that has to be a game where you look at it and you go, okay, UTSA, although they're still really good, is is I would say a tier below Memphis and Tulane. And this mm-hmm. is this you're now you're now fighting a fighter in your same weight class. And yeah. I think that that has to be something where we can see, or it doesn't have to be a 21 point comeback or 24 point comeback against the UTSA team. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I thought they were only going to win six games. You can't. I'm. You kind of give them FIU, I guess. It's you're basically right where I th- thought they'd be, anyways. So, showing that they're doing so well against this competition so early and not losing by 25 points. I mean, I feel like you can only be happy. Obviously, not in the immediate 
aftermath of what we just saw. But I think in the, in the big picture, like you said, you can only be happy with what's happening. Yeah. All right, let's recap our pick them. Um, Colin, it's getting kind of dark in your room. You got like yeah, I I forgot that the daylight savings time thing happens, and then at winter, I I have a light, but I figured we'd wrap it up soon. But the daylight window is wide time open. doesn't happen until well, whatever. It's 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 gloomy outside. The sun sets earlier. Like, come on, Colin's a vampire just sitting in his room. No, the the window's wide open. I mean, if I turn this around, but I'm not gonna. That's but... all right. You don't have the ring light anymore. I do. I it was just brighter whenever we started and then now it's not i see i see i apologize okay to the pick them and i hate to inform you all it looks like colin had a week colin had the week i don't remember i i was i blacked here we go memphis over under 34 points i had the over it was over there's one for bruni Mm -hmm. chandler rogers over under 41 and a half pass attempts colin had the over i had the under it is over how many have was it 49 48 51 i think I got it here. 49. Oh, 49. That was a lot, right. though. Let's be honest. Jeremy Mack, yards per catch. This one was bad by me. I took the also over. Or no, Colin took the under. I, I took, took the, the under. over. It was, um, well, he lost yards on the last play, the lateral play, which really would have pissed me off if that had cost if him. That, <laughs> if that cost you the loss. Because he lost like 20 yards. I think he had 60, 70 or something going into yeah. the end of the 45. Um regardless he did not get he wasn't gonna get it anyways uh, so he's way under and then memphis third down conversions rate 39.5 colin said over i said under i believe it was five for 11 yes five for 11 which is the over so mm. colin rips off three in a row there and then um colin's final score prediction was 34 31 mine was 38 28 memphis um technically colin was closer three point win for memphis on the money so, there you have it. Colin goes four and one on the week, and we are now tied at nineteen. Mm-hmm. Nineteen, even. Wow, how the tables have turned. Yeah, start looking what I'm lo- gonna look get like. Look. Yeah, get a look. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> wow. I wonder, I wonder how my family will feel about this. Yeah, you have any important events to go to at the start of next year? Christmas. Oh, it'd be this is before before Christmas. Actually, it'd be you'd be like coming here on your way down. Way down, way down from what? I don't know. You don't. I guess. You're, you I guess I'm going down? north. Of you. Well, you'd come west and go south. I think that'd be a great Christmas present for your family. No. You go, hey, mom and dad, for for the Christmas. I card. might, maybe, I might do that uh, for two reasons. One, that could be a great conversation starter around family that I haven't talked to all year. It'd be like, wow, yeah. you're bald now. I'd be like, well, I lost a bet. Be like, <laughs> oh, okay. But two, I think that would give me a week or two before SEC plays in basketball starts. Yeah, and, you, and then you'd have then you could at least wear a hat and kind of have something coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. bro, hat Bruni's gonna be back. Now, what I'm what I'm really trying to think of because I'm obviously I was contemplating me going bald for a long time, being down four points at one point in time. I'm I think I'm less concerned about going bald and more so concerned about how does it grow back because it's gonna grow back evenly. So how often do you have to get it cut? Like, Colin, what, you just get a haircut. Colin, this is not the hardest steps. Thing in the I don't get haircuts right now. I've gotten a haircut since July. God, you just get a haircut. What do you mean it grows out? I can't control it. No, 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 no. yeah, no, no, yeah. But like when it's like, like when you got that peach fuzz, like what do you do with it? You just let it. I mean, like eventually, you... I just go bald it, just bald, bald fade or whatever. Mm, okay. 
I haven't planned out already. I am concerned because I really don't want to go bold. I don't want to go. I don't think either of us want to go bold. I, I actually was kind of upset when the game ended and I saw it was 4-1. I was like... <laughs> would you? So would you rather hot chip at this point or go bold? Like... Dude, I can't eat that hot chip again. But you I'll would die. rather eat. But you'd rather eat the I'll hot die. chip. But you'd rather eat the hot chip again. That's short term. That's like two hours of your life. No, it was all day. Stuff. It was all day. It was all day. I told you, bro. I literally felt like not good. I won't curse on the podcast, but I felt not good the entire day. Like I thought I was gonna throw up. Well, I think I'd rather take a day of pain than shave my head. I mean, if you want to get the hot chip and oh no, it, I mean we've it's go, decided it's bald. Go ahead, you we can need to make sure we need to make sure the steaks. The are thing the is, I also feel like you are tougher than me, and you can do the hot chip somehow. Even well, I, you have, I don't like, even really, like spicy I eat, foods. I eat, I, eat, I eat tons of spicy th- foods. You don't need no spicy food. Mike, the taco season I make has ghost pepper in it. Yeah, Come on, Bruni. Come on. <laughs> well, also it's a new one this year. Remember, it's it's whatever. Did new... they ban them? I don't know. Did they ban them? Oh, they stopped production on them or something, right? Didn't yeah. they? Because the some kid ate ten of them and died. Yeah, fifteen. 15. all right colin well now that we know 15 is the number i the loser has to eat 14 that's the number i'm trying to figure out how the, this kid sorry sorry to the kid had yes, the wherewithal after like three chips in to put more in his mouth like like <laughs> how are you going yeah, how are you functioning at that point you're not you're not and no i mean well he he wasn't colin he wasn't rest in peace <laughs> to the kid but he was not going anymore <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. really bad. Okay, let's reset here. Should we just reset. should we just delete that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure we'll be fine. Uh, people who made know. it this far, are, are UTSA the, people the, are gonna find us. The rider dies. People who made it this far, the rider dies. UTSA people are gonna find us again. Oh mm. God, that was a moment. Okay. Um. Anything else? We'll we'll preview UTSA this coming week. Also, we're trying to get a big, big, big guest. With basketball season starting up also also tomorrow is the scrimmage for north texas mm-hmm. sam houston state um they've been there have been some scrimmages on television like on espn plus blah 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 stuff like mm. that so i'm gonna see if they are televised i would assume bro you they have AM and texas tech playing like they're gonna want to televise that game somehow on espn plus or something what Arkansas oh, just played right. Purdue? This is the public scrimmage, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Arkansas yeah, yeah, just yeah, played yeah, Purdue yeah. on a on yeah. ESPN Plus, so it's like, what are we doing here? I think yeah. that it, it should be televised. I don't know. Let me ask. Very quick, game. if they win, or if what are you expecting from that game? Since it is Sam Houston's pretty good. Don't forget, Sam they Houston won the NIT. conference in the regular season last year. Sam Houston won the WAC last year, I believe, in the regular season. They played it's in the NIT. Sam Houston team. So, um, but. I do expect North Texas to win. If I had to set like a spread, I'd say like North Texas minus like five, five mm. and a half. So okay, so I'm in that realm. All right, uh, is that it? Yeah, I'm progressively losing light Getting here. Darker. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Um, we'll be back later in the week to preview big game against UTSA. Now that I think about it, that game. It's big. Gotta pull all the stops. UTSA oh, hate, hate, week, hate week, baby. I love it. Hate UTSA week. hate week. We yep. hate UTSA. So there you go. Um, but yeah, leave us a like, comment, share, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We really appreciate the support. Um, check out Republic of Football. Um, that's where we're putting our podcast now. So 
please um, look for us there. Uh, also, just follow us on Twitter at Green, Green Room UNT. That's where we post all the podcasts, all the clips, all that stuff. So thank you all for joining us, and we will talk to you all later.